Peanut butter tiger, peanut butter tiger, peanut butter tiger, peanut butter tiger. Pod podcast, pod podcast, pod podcast, pod podcast. Peanut butter tiger, 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 peanut butter Podcast, peanut butter tiger, 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 Peanut Butter Tiger Podcast. I, of course, am your host, the Danimal, Danaconda, Dandelion, Dan of the people, Dan and a half, Dan and then some. Got more names than fucking Marvel has movies. You know, that's one thing that blows me away. It's how many fucking superhero movies they are and star wars movies mystical shit flying around you know what i mean it just blows my mind like the popularity of that shit and it's not like kids i remember being like eight and nine years old you know and i really liked spider-man i liked fantastic four i liked x-men the cartoon and i liked batman the cartoon and then i got a little bit older started skateboarding you know what i mean started concentrating on other shit you know, and the the superheroes and the fantastical shit went by the wayside. You know, it's so much, in fact, that my girl was telling me that I've got to get into superheroes for uh, my stepson to, like, tell him about Spider-Man and shit. I was like, fuck. God, I guess. <laughs> you know, but you see so many dudes, like, you know, I don't know how many times I've, like, gone on Twitter and seen, like, grown men talking about the new fucking Avengers movies or, like, what kind of suit Iron Man has and what it's made out of and all this fucking wildness, dude. Go get a life. Do you know? I can't stand all that fictional, mystical superheroes flying around and shit. Like, go fucking watch a documentary. Do you know what I mean? I feel like if you hit the age 30, like, and you're a man and you're not watching, like, you, you can watch reality TV is fine. Documentaries are fine. Fucking... You know, racing shows, sports, that stuff's fine. Get into it. That's dope. Fishing shows, it's fine. But if it's like some, you know, nerd that gets bit by a radioactive raccoon and starts jumping up and down and fucking shooting lasers out of his ass, nobody wants to see that. That's kid shit. Leave it for the kids. You know what I mean? (laughs) Just alienating my fan base. That's okay. I mean, if you're into that shit, number one, like, if you're into anything that I talk shit about on this podcast, like, just take it with a grain of salt. What do I know? You know, I'm just chilling out here in the Dan Cave, thick with vape smoke in the air. You know what I mean? You know we're still chuffing up a storm. (coughs) Blazing. It's amazing. Um, Spring is sprung. Full effect, dude. I'm just walking around in shorts all the time, man. 
Right, right, right. When I wake up in the morning, I walk outside. The birds are chirping, dude. It's fucking my favorite time of year. Especially being from like the Midwest. If you're anywhere in the Midwest, and it doesn't matter where, say hell yeah. No, um, <laughs> like you appreciate summer. Summer is just so amazing, dude. Like when you battle six to eight months of winter. You know, then like throw on two months of fall and like a month or two of shitty spring. You know, you really only got like three months of fucking glorious weather in you. And God, you just got to go out there and make the fucking most of it, dude. Going to get my fishing license this weekend. Get some fucking tackle. You know, I got to get back into all that stuff. You know, the hobbies are coming out. You know, the uh, drywaller that I work with, the border you know, asked me to go out fishing. And I declined this week because I don't have a fishing license or any of my shit. I don't have a rod or anything like that. So I just got to get myself organized. And next week, I'll just be out there (laughs) catching fish. He was showing me on the site. You know, normally I don't like talking to people. Like when I'm on the job site, you know, and you're a stranger, you're not a part of my crew. I'm not going to talk to you. I'm not going to stand around and shoot the shit. You know what I mean? Um, Unless it's something important. If I know you and you hit me up with something, show me like, you know, tell me a story about a fist fight or that you got into like yesterday. It can't be like a week ago. Tell me about something that happened yesterday or talk to me about football or you can talk to me about fishing. And my man, Matt, just busted out this picture of this dude with this Fuck, it was probably like a nine-pound walleye that they pulled out of the river, dude. And I was like, no way. I got to get on that shit, man. Fuck, it's going to be sick, dude. Oh, just out there slamming that shit again. Fishing is so peaceful, man. You just sit around out there and just, oh, lovely. Can't wait. So that's exciting. Um, Haven't really been skateboarding much. Did a couple of tricks. You know, I went skating like... You know, my niece had a birthday party. I showed up for a bit, then I went skating after. But, you know, I really got to fucking, really going to try to work on some different hobbies, dude. I'm just so worried about taking a slam again, you know. And then, like, you know, you hear about people, like, you know, I was listening to a podcast and this dude got fucked up. And um, something happened, like, he was at a house, he was at a party, and he fell over and he hit his head. And he had like a rare condition where his vertebrae, there wasn't enough space between the vertebrae and he ended up breaking his neck and he's a paraplegic now. Or a quadriplegic. Whichever one is just the fucking, I guess it would be a paraplegic. Doesn't, can't, can't use his fucking legs. And that would just be devastating to be chilling out in a wheelchair, man. Gotta stay out of the wheelchair. So, you know, gotta fucking stay off the board a little bit more. Still gonna be skating around a little bit, but like I said, gonna get into other hobbies because that's what's fucking rad, dude. funny man sometimes i sit around and get stoned and just think how funny it is how stressed old people get over like money and shit dude i don't know man like i've had problems i've had trials and tribulations with dough you know i went like fuck i went like six years without paying taxes um you know, hiding from the government, working under the table, you know, doing all this and that, stressed out about it. And, uh, you know, one day I go and try to use my bank card and my bank account was frozen. Motherfucker. So I call the bank. What happened? They're like, oh, you got this hold from the government. You got to call this number. 
I called the number. They're like, you need to come into an accountant, do your taxes. And I was nervous like a motherfucker, dude. You know what I mean? I got my little paperwork together, whatever I could scrape together. I think I had like one or two T4s. Go down to the accountants. And I wore like, yo, I dressed nice. I took a nice shower, got stoned before. Because I thought like they were going to send in a SWAT team. I thought they were going to be like kicking the doors in, you know, looking for me. Throwing me to the ground and hauling me away for not paying my taxes. I think I owed like 60 grand or something. You know, it was a big fucking ordeal. You know, but I go down, talk to the guy. You know, he gives me the straight goods, do the taxes. They're like, yep, you got this $60,000 bill. I go down to BDO, this like debt solutions place. And I just fucking, you know, they handle like credit card debt. They're like consumer debt. And they also handle tax debt. You can just go get a fucking consumer proposal. Boom. Go through that. And it's all good. I make one low monthly payment. They knocked it down from 60 grand to 15 grand. And it's all good in the hood, dude. It's no problem. I don't stress out. You know what I mean? You see some people like, I wish, I wish somebody would have told me that when I was a kid. You know, you see people like, you know, buying beamers and flexing hard and shit. And it's just loans. You know, it's just credit. Not a, like, not, nobody really owns their house. You know what I mean? Nobody, like, not very many people own their house. Not very many people own their cars that they drive around in. And that's fine, dude. That's fine. Who cares? You know, the big issue is when you see somebody stressed out about it or like that's all they care about is money or like what kind of shoes you're wearing or like, oh, dude, you drive that. It's like, fuck, man. God, can I do one segment without my fucking equipment beeping and booping? God damn it, man. Fuck, that's so unprofessional. And I would say I'm going to play a door song every time that happens, but it just keeps on happening. So I will not be playing door songs. <laughs> no, but for real. Like, you know, I was just thinking about the, the money thing. Like, it, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like, pay your debts. That's fine. But on the other hand, like, if you got, like, consumer debt, it don't, they only go back seven years. And there's no debtor's prison. They can fuck up your credit. They can do all these things, but there's still like, you know, high interest loans you can get. There's still like fucking, if you need a car, you can still get like the financing with zero down. You know what I mean? Like, fuck, you can rebuild your credit and it's fine. Money's not that big of a deal is what I'm trying to say. You know, it's funny when you see people like just super wrapped up in it. You know, I got a buddy that like wears a bunch of gold chains and gold rings and bracelets and shit and like, you know, nice shoes and always dope clothes and, you know, talks about how his one home, he has like a Versace chain and shit. And it's like, dude, we're drywallers. You don't need all that fucking extra accoutrements, man. You know what I mean? If you have a bunch of money, that's great. That's awesome. Good for you. If you don't have a lot of money, don't fucking fret. It's not that big of a deal. Who cares? You know what I mean? As long as you got like the necessities, as long as you can eat, you know, I would say as long as you got a roof on your head, but you know, there might be some homeless listeners and yo, if you're homeless, if you're sleeping in your car, you're sleeping in the bush, you know, you're sleeping at a homeless shelter, fuck, it's all good in the hood, man. I've been there. I've been all those places. You know what I mean? And it just starts with like making little good decisions, you know, facing like the biggest thing, like when I was, you know, 
running away from the government there for all those years. I was just scared. I was just afraid of like going to jail or, you know, them like fucking, I don't know, coming in and fist fighting me or something. But uh, it was really no big deal, man. You know what I mean? I just fucking made a payment plan, paid what I could, and it was all fucking good in the hood. You just got to face it. Make little decisions, little good decisions. You know what I mean? Go to work, wake up early, drink enough water. You know what I mean? Just stuff you can control. And your life will get better. You know what I mean? It's almost guaranteed. You know? If you just fucking little decisions and don't let the bad decisions derail you. You know? Like if you're a drug addict and you're clean for 90 days and then you relapse, don't let that fucking derail you. Let it be a temporary lapse and get back on the horse and fucking get back at her the next day. And that is the point of this podcast. Crawling out of homelessness. Crawling out of drug addiction. You know, crawling out of depression. Facing the new day bravely with your chest out, your head high. You know, that was the best, like, you know, my old man didn't give me very good advice. He was a bit of an idiot. You know, I've talked about how dumb, you know, my dad is on this podcast before. And, yo, he was, like, not a smart man. My mom was wicked smart. She went to, like, university and stuff. You know, like, while I was alive, she was, like, a 30-year-old going to university. Um, which must have been hard for her, but she would, they would go to parties, her and my dad, and, you know, they'd be all, like, her university friends, her geologist friends, and they would be talking about, like, you know, how fucking planets were formed, you know, and, like, you know, deep mysteries of the universe and shit, and there's my old, there's my old man, you know, and he would, like, get intimidated by their big words, so he would start using big words, but he's an idiot, so he would, his big words would be, like, irregardless, <laughs> I remember one time because we would go there and like the adults would be upstairs drinking and the kids would be down in the basement like fucking throwing shit around and you know one time we were driving home and uh my dad or I think we were taking the bus or something home and my old man was all mad at my mom because uh he was like everybody there just thinks I'm stupid <laughs> just a funny situation but uh, anyway, the, you know, he wasn't a smart man, but he did tell me, always keep your head up and always keep your shoulders back. Keep your back straight. You know, and it's great advice. It just makes you feel good. You know, even if you ain't got nothing right going on in your life, you know what I mean? You can still look like you put together. I remember one of the best compliments I ever had. I was homeless in Vancouver, but I'd still go to work. So I was meeting the boys and I was like, broke, man. I think, I don't know if I was homeless or if I just got into an apartment but like I was living in like an empty apartment with zero dollars in my pocket like no money and I was standing outside of uh, McDonald's waiting to meet the boys to go to work and this guy comes up to me and he's like yo you got can you spare some change and I was like sorry man I'm broke and he was like oh you don't look broke and I was like well thanks for the compliment that's awesome but you know that doesn't change the fact <laughs> just funny dude you know, so I guess if there was a moral to this little segment, I would say just fucking keep your head up, keep your stick on the ice, keep your head on a swivel, keep on making the right decisions and things will work out for you too, man. Maybe not exactly the way you want them. Maybe you can't like manifest yourself a Ferrari, but you can like manifest yourself like a life that you can be proud of living. You know what I mean? That's for certain. It might take some time. You know, it took me like Fuck, I got clean in like 2015, relapsed a couple of times here and there, you know what I mean? But what are you going to do? Such is life. 
but that was like when I really made the good life decision, you know, is in 2015. Um, and it took like fuck all the way to 2020 to get back to like where, you know, I wanted to be. And it took even years after that. Like, you know, I didn't get comfortable until just now, you know, I've never really been comfortable. And now feeling good time to maintain, like once you get it, once you make all the sacrifices and you get your goal, now you got to hold on to your goal. You can't take your foot off the gas. You know what I mean? They call that like, it's basic entropy or atrophy. You know, like, no, entropy. Whatever whatever one is the, the one that breaks down. Things break down over time. You know what I mean? So you got to, like, run as fast as you can to stay in the same place. You know what I mean? And that's fucking, that's just, you know, good advice. That's what I think, dude. So if you're listening to this and you're going through tough times, if you're listening to this and you're going through good times, you know, fucking... Pat yourself on the back, man. That's awesome. Congrats. And if you're listening to this and you're going through tough times, fuck, it's all good, man. Just keep your head up. You know, keep your sword sharp. Make good decisions. Get a lot of sleep and drink a lot of water. That's my advice. Fucking take you through anything. All right, dude. Let's bring in the wanderance beat, man. Bring in the wanderance beat. Let it drop. Wanderance is, dude. This is a segment where we just sit around and we wonder things. You know, with Google, it's a little bit too easy. I don't feel like people like use their brains enough anymore. What ha- whatever happened to the wonder? And that's what this podcast tries to do. We try to bring in the wonder into the world. Um, first wonder here. My girl got me a pair of sweatpants for Christmas. Um, got me two pairs of sweatpants. Fucking... Don't like wearing sweatpants out of the house. You'll never catch me unless I'm coaching soccer. I don't wear sweatpants out of the house. I'm not a fucking loser. <laughs> like, why do you got to be so comfortable? You know what I mean? That's what I, that's what I mean. Like, like, why don't you just wear jeans or chinos or shorts? Don't be wearing sweatpants around. Anyways, I digress. She gets me these sweatpants. And, you know, one pair is really nice. The other pair is nice, too. They're nice and light. But they have, like, it has a dick hole in it. It has, like, you know, like the, like the thing you have on your boxers, the little button, the flap to let you go take a piss. You can go through the gate or over the fence. I always go over the fence. But these sweatpants, they have a dick hole in them. So I can't wear them. I just wear them to work out. And I just, like, why do dudes' pajama pants have dick holes in them? Sweatpants normally don't, you know. So why do they propagate in at random? You know what I mean? Doesn't make no sense. Can't you just go over the fence? I don't know. I don't know about that one. Um, my next wonderance is a fucking for real one that I just do not understand. Oh, <coughs> pardon me. Sorry, I had a fucking sneeze coming on. Could just feel it. Um, okay, the next wonderance, a real one. How the fuck do magnets work? You ever think about that? Like, what's up with magnets, dude? Like, where, where do they even find the material to make magnets? Is it a special kind of metal? Like, is magnet metal just called metal? Or is there, like, different kinds of magnetic metal? You know what I mean? And then there's, like, electromagnets and shit? It's just so weird, like, that metal is the only thing that's magnetic, too. You know what I mean? Like, you can't get, like, a rock magnet or sand magnets or dirt magnets or wood magnets. It's only metal. You can only ever fucking 
make metal things like each other. And then it's weird, like, the when you get two magnets that are, like, reverse polarity and they, like, push away from each other. Like, when you try to push them together, there's, like, a weird force in between them. Like, what's going on with that? It's so weird. I don't understand that. You could sit around and probably think forever how fucking magnets work. You know. I guess if I Googled it, it would probably say. But again, fuck Google. <laughs> um, my next wonderance. You know, it's kind of like ties in like to like the, the feed. You know, like how you got like your Facebook feed and you got your Twitter feed and you got your Instagram feed. And it just sounds weird. It makes, it makes me feel like cattle. Or something. You know what I mean? When they're talking about feeds. Like you're just like pouring fucking slop. Into our fucking mental troughs. And we just eat the feeds. You know what I mean? It's very weird. It's very strange. I wonder why they call feeds feeds. And then I also wonder. Like do they call the news the news? Because it's new? They're like oh here's the news. That's a stupid one. (laughs) Uh, that's okay though. You know what I mean? I write all these myself. All these wanderances, believe it or not, I just come up, I sit around myself and just, you know, throughout the day when I wonder things, I'm just like, oh, write it down. You know what I mean? And the other day I was listening to the news and I was like, is that why they call it the news? Because it's new? I don't know. And then the last one is, what's up with fucking static shocks? You ever like, you know, like I was catching my stepson off a slide the other day. And he was just, every time he slid down, his hair was sticking up and then give me a little zap. It's weird, man. Static shocks are so weird. Like we're just living with lightning and we can almost summon it wherever you want. Like you ever like, you know, as a kid, I used to like, we lived, we had carpet all over the apartment. So I'd like rub my feet on the ground in socks and go like charge myself up and then go zap people. (laughs) Uh, Weird shit, man. Fucking static shocks. Strange. And that's wonderances. Those are the wonders I have for today. Fucking wonderances, dude. I wonder, like seriously, how much of your wage you get paid for dealing with the people you work with? You know what I mean? Like, my, dr- my job drywalling is pretty easy. But the type of person that you end up working with, more often than not, is a shitty person. You know? Like, it must just be, it's probably not just, you know, just drywallers that are shitty. There's lots of shitty people in construction because you don't really need, like, construction is people that didn't do good in school. You don't really need school. You could just go fucking start working. Don't really, you're you're not dealing with customer service or anything, you know? So you end up dealing with, like, a lot of big egos and a lot of idiots, you know? Like, this one guy I work with, Woody. It's not his real name, but that's what I call him for purposes of this podcast. This motherfucker will argue about anything, even shit he doesn't know about, you know? Like me, I like NFL. I fucking love NFL, dude. Like when 
you know, like when I was living in Vancouver, I got the zone and I would sit around, I'd watch every game on red zone. I'd watch seven hours of football on fucking NFL there. And it was awesome. You know, love it. Love football. Watch all the teams, watch college ball. I watched XFL. Fucking love football. And this guy starts being like, oh, I like CFL better than NFL. And he doesn't watch football. He hasn't watched any CFL. So we've argued a couple of times in the past about it. And then, um, you know, there's the CFL has been in the news recently because there was some kind of thing with the, with the owners wanted to cap the salaries for each team at $5 million, which isn't a lot of money, but the CFL is a hurting league. The CFL, like, you know, that league is struggling. Like, when you look at a CFL game, you know, I haven't, I haven't watched. Like, I've been to Ryder games at uh, Mosaic Stadium. I went to a, uh, two Grey Cups. I saw the Riders win a Grey Cup. It was fucking amazing. Um, I'm a big CFL fan, or I was. And then, like, you look at the league, though, and number one, like, CFL, the big difference is three-down football. They only have three downs. So it's a very defensive game. It's not a very good game. It's a shittier game compared to NFL. And, you know, they they have like this Canadian content rule. You know, they have a bunch of fucking different rules and they try to make it unique, you know, compared to American football because CFL as a league has been around longer than the NFL. But the NFL, like, that's the real football. We can all agree that that's the fucking real football. You know what I mean? But the CFL... So stubborn because everybody in Canada, for some reason, has like this complex, like, like, oh, they got to be better than the States. You know what I mean? Anything America does, oh, Canada's got to do better, like do a little bit different just to be weird. And I fucking hate that. I can't stand that. Like to me, you know, the CFL would do good is if they mirrored, if they did exactly like the NFL for rules and then anybody could join the CFL. You know what I mean? So you could get like retiring quarterbacks. You could see Drew Brees throwing the football in Saskatchewan. You know, you could see Tom Brady after he retires, make a tour through the CFL. It would be awesome. Richard Sherman. Everybody could come through the CFL. It would be like like the Bellator. Or the guys that didn't make the cut for the NFL. You know, the guys coming through college didn't make the cut for the NFL could make the fucking CFL. It would be perfect. But they don't have it like that. Instead, the rules are so hard that no, like any American player has to sit around and learn a fucking whole new rule book, play on a bigger field, play with fucking one less down, all these things. It's a nightmare. It's a fucking nightmare. And it would be fine if the CFL was doing fine. But then you look at the CFL and they literally superimpose logos all over the field, like advertisements for like Saskatel and like lawyers. Like I saw like a fucking Solomon and Solomon uh, barristers at law ad in a CFL game once superimposed on the field. They have four different fucking advertisements on every play. I hate that shit. You know, so the players union turned down this $5 million per team, but it's like, that doesn't sound like a lot of money, but the CFL doesn't make a lot of money. Nobody fucking watches it because the game is so goddamn boring, man. And then Woody, I'm arguing with him and he keeps on arguing like, Oh, the CFL's got to be different because we've been around longer. You got to have the Canadian content. And I'm like, dude, you're the reason why the CFL is dying. Fans like you that don't want to evolve, don't want to admit that American football is way better. And we should just let the Americans come play down in Canada. 
and then we'd have a better chance too. Like, you know, my stepson, I would never want him to play football, you know, because he would go through high school learning Canadian football, which sucks. So you still get the same brain damage. You still get hit the same, but you're playing a shittier sport where like maybe you make a hundred grand a year if you're one of the top players. Top, top, top players probably make like fucking half a mil a year, but you got to be amazing to make that in the CFL, you know, but you still get the brain damage. You still get all the shit. And then you can't even, if you're like an offensive player, if you're like a receiver or a quarterback, like good luck, good luck getting into the NFL. You know what I mean? Like there was a guy in the CFL, Weston Dressler. And he went to go play with the Colts. And he couldn't cut it. Because the receivers in the CFL, they get a running start. They get to run. And as the ball is snapped, as long as they're not past the line, they're in a full sprint. And then they can run their routes, their routes. But, you know, NFL, they start from a standing fucking, they're they're standing. So Western Dressler couldn't cut it. He wasn't fast enough off the line. You know, good player, great player in the CFL, but couldn't cut it in the fucking NFL. Plus, like, used to running around on a bigger field. You know what I mean? It's a fucking nightmare. I just hate to see it. Like, I would love, like, you know, I get shit sometimes on this podcast. Oh, why don't you fucking support, you know, Canadian football, this and that. I've talked shit about, like, football on this podcast. And I I just can't stand Canadian football. It's boring to watch. It's shitty to watch. And then you got a bunch of cranky old fuckers. Like, I was listening to the radio. I listen to sports talk radio uh, on the drive home sometimes. And they're talking about it. And all these people are like, oh, we got to keep the CFL Canadian. Okay, Keep it Canadian then. Keep it the, exactly the way it is, and that league's going to die in like two years. Nobody's going to be watching it. You know, I know way more NFL fans than CFL fans, for sure, hands down. I don't know. I know I've talked about maybe I've talked about it on this podcast before, but it's just been bothering me. You know what I mean? All this talk about the CFL. Like, fuck, I think like The Rock just bought the XFL. Let the XFL merge with the CFL and let's fucking, let's see some real goddamn football roll through Canada. You know what I mean? Four down football. And let the Americans come play. I would love to see like, it would be so fucking awesome to see like the old players retiring. Like let's see Jimmy Garoppolo go to Edmonton. Let's see fucking, you know, Ben Roethlisberger end up somewhere in like Hamilton. You know, the Thai Cats, you know, same colors. <laughs> It'd be cool. It'd be fucking amazing. But instead, we get this fucking mess. We get the CFL as it is. And we probably won't even get the CFL in a little bit. Um, sorry to all the fans of the Tiger that don't really watch football. I mean, you guys just got taken, taken for a journey in this segment. So we'll fucking move it on to something else. But it's just been bothering me, man. Fucking CFL. Bring in the Twitter trends, beat, man. Let that rock drop, man. Usually we do like a hip-hop theme for drops, but this one's just straight rock, man. Fuck yeah, dude. Twitter trends. What is going on in the world today? We're gonna find out. Very peanut buttery kind of way. Exactly what the fuck is going on in the world today? You know why, dude? You fucking know why? This is Twitter Trends. Oh, this is Twitter Trends. Oh, this is Twitter Trends. Oh, this is Twitter Trends.
Twitter trends, motherfucker. God, that's some good rock and roll. Fuck yeah, dude. All right. Cut that music. Had to keep it a little quiet for that Twitter trends intro. You know, I'm sitting around the Dan Cave. It's late. My girl's trying to put the kids to bed. Can't be yelling Twitter trends. Maybe I'll pre-record one and just play the play that recording for it or something so I can really go all out. But, you know, I think that one went good. That Mighty Rock, of course, was brought to us by the mighty young Steve Jensen. You can find Steve Jensen at stevejensenmusic.com. Check out his albums, Give Me the Goods and Steve Jensen. Um, he's got a new one coming out. Can't wait to hear um, you can find his music on Spotify. Check him out on the Ivanhoe in June, dude. Fucking big things are happening, dude. Mighty young Steve Jensen. Love everything that guy does for the podcast, dude. We got some great Tiger Mail coming up from him, too. So stay tuned. All right, let's get into fucking Twitter trends, man. What's going on? You know, that's what this, that's what this segment is for. You know, we can all see what's going on in the news and it's fucked up. You know, like... Like, some parts in the world are fucking crazy, dude. And it's nice to just, you know, take a look at the lighter side of Twitter. Um, Elon Musk tweeted out a poll. Who did you, who do you trust less? Real question. Politicians or billionaires? (laughs) Now, one point, almost 1.3 million people voted on it. And there's 20 hours left. But 78% 78 so far trust politicians less than billionaires. And of course, how can you trust politicians, dude, for what they're doing right now? I mean, I don't know. I think they should have like a council of elders. You know what I mean? Like, let's get like some great Canadians together. Like, let's get Kenny and Spenny from Kenny vs. Spenny. Let's get Tom Green. And then let's think of some fucking tough Canadians. Oh, Chase Claypool. You know, the wide receiver for the fucking Steelers. I'd trust that guy to be on the council, you know. And then just have like, you know, 10 fucking rad dudes just run shit. Rad dudes and chicks just run shit, you know. That would be sick. <laughs> Sounds kind of dumb, but what are you going to do? <laughs> um, up next here, uh, Austin St. John, the mighty Morphin Power Ranger, the Red Ranger, was federally indicted on wire fraud. You believe that shit? This guy was a fucking childhood hero. I used to watch Power Rangers all the time when I was a kid, man. You know, I was always like, oh, dude, the Power Rangers were dope. I had like a Red Ranger action figure, like a pretty tall one. It was like a foot tall, run around with it. I had a, a Power Ranger, the Red Ranger on a bike. My friend had a Green Ranger, like my Red Ranger, so would run around. And then he got the dagger. Like there was like a dagger that you could like play the flute on. You press the buttons and it like summoned some fucking thing. Dude, that show was dope. When they all got their vehicles together and morphed into the giant fucking robot and just went around and fought like whatever the fuck. Kind of a rip off of Voltron, I guess. But what are you going to do? <laughs> um, this next one is sad. Ray Liotta died today, dude. Fuck. It's terrible. He was 67. Rest in peace. That guy was in some great fucking movies. Most notably, Goodfellas. That's what I'll always remember him as. Henry Hill. I mean, that was a fucking banger of a movie, dude. Pardon me, sorry. I got some fucking sinuses going on or something going on, man. God damn it. 
Um, but yes, rest in peace, Ray Liotta. Killer. Killer dude. Um, there's this guy I follow at Tell Your Son This. You know, it's a pretty good account, but he tweeted out, A man's life is a never-ending performance test. And I liked that. I thought that was a cool tweet. Um, I guess uh, Winnie the Pooh um, has uh, gone into public domain. I don't know how that thing works. Um, you know, public domain and shit. Like, I know South Park one time there was an episode where they had the Washington Redskins logo. You know, I guess that went into public domain a bit. And they, like, ripped off that logo perfectly and did a whole episode about public domain. And it was it was a pretty funny one. Um, but uh, Winnie the Pooh entered public domain and is now being made into an R-rated horror film. And it looks creepy, dude. Look, check out the images that they released of the Winnie the Pooh horror movie. And it's like a dude in like a weird Winnie the Pooh mask. Looks fucking insane. And then Piglet, there's a dude in a fucking pig mask too. And it looks nuts, man. God. Winnie the Pooh, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. That's the fucking name of that horror movie. God. Seems ridiculous. Um, up next, science... Scientists discovered ancient Amazonian settlements, including pyramids as tall as eight-story buildings in Bolivia, using advanced laser mapping technique to penetrate the dense vegetation. Researchers used a helicopter equipped with light detection and ranging LIDAR equipment to scan an area of 77 square miles. Since the details of the settlements were not visible from the ground. That's cool, dude. You know, like... Fucking long lost cities and ancient pyramids and shit like that, dude. God, man. It's fucking rad. Cool thing, cool, cool things to fucking sit around and think about, man. Ancient cities and civilizations that are just lost out into history. I think about that in like Egypt and the desert, too. Like they talk about how much sand blows around. Who knows what's down there? Who knows what's in the fucking oceans? And who knows what's in the deep jungles? That's some fucking Indiana Jones type shit there. Um,. This I thought was cool. Um, somebody on Twitter, this Alex Olinsky, uh tweeted out about uh, Aldous Huxley. Before having his wife inject him with 400 UG of LSD on his deathbed, Aldous Huxley said, It is a bit embarrassing to have been concerned with the human problem all one's life and find at the end that one has no more to offer by way of advice than... Try to be a little kinder. Isn't that good? I mean, you know, it just really, like, I read that and it just sucked me out. You know what I mean? Like, I had, like, you know, you can feel sorry for yourself all the time and feel shitty about different things. But, you know, when you hear something like that and it, it's, like, the end of this guy's life, he just says, try to be a little kinder. Like, that's, that's fucking amazing, dude. I like that. I, I like that one a lot. That's fucking awesome. And then lastly, let's, uh, there's a, a five-year-old, you know, this is from dudes posting their W's. At dudes posting their W's. This is a five-year-old Alberto Cartuccia Sigagolani performing some Mozart. At five years old in front of a whole bunch of people. Here he is. Just killing it. Oh. 
This kid's five playing this. Incredible. Let's let this lovely music take us into some fucking Tiger Mail sales, dude. And that, friends, that was Twitter Trends. On to some Tiger Mail. I went and opened a can of water, brought it back to my desk, went and talked to my girl, grabbed a can of water, opened it, brought it to my desk. Now I have two cans of carbonated water. God, hate when that shit happens. Gotta blame the weed for that one, dude. You know what I mean? Let's get into some fucking tiger mail here, dude. Tiger mail, of course, is my favorite segment. Always love to hear from the listeners of the Peanut Butter Tiger. And today we got some tiger mail from the mighty young Steve Jensen. Let's check it out. Oh, man, the Dan. How you doing, my dear friend? Well, I just listened to that. You were, you thought it was awesome that I walked around. It, to me, that's, you know, if I got this talent, I guess, and <laughs> whatever, you know. It's, that's what, you know, it's funny, though, because some people get really weirded out by it. But, uh, yeah, it was fun to do that. Um, I re- Some people get weirded out by guitars, for sure, Steve. I mean... I used to chill out with a dude that would fucking play guitar and like sing to you. And then my buddy Mike was telling me about a guy that would like stare at you and sing at you. You know what I mean? That's a little unnerving. But it's always nice to hear somebody walking around playing guitar, dude. That was the best. Let's carry on here. We really laughed when you were talking about um, being uh, like Tomahawk Dan and you just climb up a tree and... <laughs> kill animals in the like for your own food of course but it'd be like a show tomahawk dan and then you go Hi-ya! you just land on a deer's back and stab it in the neck <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude that's fucking that's like the most manly way of hunting in my mind like there's like gun hunting there's like long range hunting you shoot a deer from like you know a thousand yards away okay not everybody could do that but you know, you're not really sneaking up on anybody from a thousand yards. And then you're shooting them with guns, you know, and then you got bow hunters. You got to get in like 60 yards, 40 yards. And then you got the fucking knife hunting. God, it's the best. I'm glad to hear that there's some other fans out there of the fucking knife hunting. Let's make it a movement, you know. All right, go on. <laughs> I should not be laughing at that, but <laughs> I kept thinking... I need to be a high to listen to this podcast, but I'm not. Okay, buddy. I'm going to go for a little walk after this because the world's a beautiful place. Let's just make it so, okay? (laughs) Yeah, you probably should be a little stoned if you're listening to the Peanut Butter Tiger. It's not necessary, but it'll help, you know? Then, if you get a chance, listen to the latest Russell Brand. He talks about gun control would be good. And the gun laws. and But he said there's another issue here. There's going to be always crazy people. But um, it needs to start at home. Peace. Just little things. You know what I did? I called Barry Samuels, my dear old friend, uh, agent. I called Dan Casavans, who gave me that great review. He, um, I called David Flick, who was like a bully in high school. And now he's... Uh, Got cancer and he thinks uh, payback's a bitch. But I said, David, it's not 
you. It's just, you bought me tickets to the last uh, Tragically Hip concert and I love you, buddy. And so you got to reach out to people and show them that you care. And let's just little acts of kindness, little things make a huge difference. Peace starts at home. Let's start now, everybody, okay? Oh, dude, for sure, man. That's, you know, number one, love Russell Brand. Like, I've heard him on Rogan before, and I've listened to his podcast. It's really good. Russell Brand, if you haven't heard him yet, go fucking check him out. He's awesome. Um, and that's nice you called all your homies, man. I love talking to my friends, dude. That's the best. You know, reach out to your homies. Make sure everybody's okay. And just like Eldis Huxley was saying, like, you can always be kinder. That's what I always think. Like, you can always be kinder. You can always, like, you know, when when there's, like, a situation, like, you get in a fender bender or somebody's like being shitty to you or something, I'm always trying, it doesn't always work, but I always try to just be a little bit kinder to people. Try to come at it with some compassion, you know what I mean? And life turns out pretty good. I must say, it's pretty all right, you know what I mean? Nothing wrong with being a little bit kinder, for sure. And then we got one last message from him here. Oh damn, I thought the uh, lasagna soup episode with your bicep showing. <laughs> I thought that was a new episode. Oh, oh, you must have been listening to an old one. Yeah, lasagna soup was an old episode, dude. It was about some wet-ass lasagna I had one day. Um, and the fucking, the bicep, that wasn't a picture of my bicep. That was a picture of my swell bowl. If you listen to that episode, I take a slam. And at the skate park, I run into some scooter kid. And then, you know, three days later, I wake up with my fucking arms purple. So that was that picture. God. Tough times. And, okay, I guess I'm just gonna go ride my bike and uh, I'm gonna slip a little note under my uh, neighbor's door. He's a Jamaican chef, seems like a super cool guy. Um, let's see if he wants to meet me out at the park tonight because the space station is coming over and I got a beer with his name on it and I thought that might be kind of a fun thing to, to do. Okay, man, the Dan, I say bubba. <laughs> Thanks, Steve, man. It's the best. Go enjoy. Hopefully you guys saw that space station flying around up there. That's a trippy thing to think about. Fucking space stations up there just ripping. You know what I mean? Shouts out, Steve. Great to hear from you, pal. Love you, buddy. Thanks for listening to the podcast. You know what I mean? Thanks for the great tiger mail. If anybody else out there has some tiger mail, you can send it in. Eastbanddan88 at outlook.com. Or uh, butter underscore tiger, T-I-G-R, on Twitter. Or download the Anchor app. Hit me up on Anchor. All right, everybody. That's the fucking, that's the podcast, dude. That was a long one this time. Like fucking 45 minutes or so. Shouts out to everybody listening. You know, make sure you spread this thing around. I'm not really posting on Instagram anymore. Um, maybe that's a mistake, but I just don't feel like it. You know what I mean? If you find this podcast, you stumble across it on, on Spotify, or maybe your homie's laughing out loud to it, and you're like, what are you listening to? And he's like, yo, the peanut butter tiger. Check it out. Check it out on Spotify. Spread it around, tell your friends. That's what's rad, dude. Not much to do now, but press play on a dope beat. Tell you guys I'm thinking about you. Hopefully you're out there eating your broccoli, doing your push-ups, taking your vitamins, drinking enough water, getting enough sleep.
telling people you love them because that's what the fuck is rad to you. Everybody have a good one, eh? Bird up. Say bird up. Bird up. I don't know, man. What do you think about that? Those guys are terrible. Ha ha ha.